Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. 2022. Already starting off just absolutely crazy. But before we dive into some news and the review of the first Dynamite on TBS Season 3 Episode Uno, episode one. Don't forget, folks, to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. If you're over on the Twitch, if you're team Twitch, you can sub, you can gift subs. In fact, let me double check here as we dive into this. Waiting for the page to refresh. I don't know why it won't. Here we go. Oh, no, it looks like it's over. As of yesterday, uh, there was still a special special on subscribing on Twitch. Apparently, that's not there anymore. So I will not promote something that's not there. Uh, (laughs) But nonetheless, uh, wherever you're watching from, it's all love. Thanks for being here. Uh, If you're watching the replay, make sure you smash that like button. Check out the links in the description. Um, Hey, it's been a minute since uh, the Bones been live on here. Uh, Took an extended leave. Uh, Did you miss me? Uh, (laughs) I even took an extended break over on TNI. Um, Took a couple weeks off. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you, you need that every once in a while. You know, you, you, you go and you go and you go and you, sometimes you, uh, not necessarily lose sight of the important things, but, um, you know, it just, uh, recharge the batteries. It's time for family. You focus on family a little more. And I think we all did that in some ways, some way, shape or form. What's up, Terrence, Keith, coach, Keith, Courtney's in here. What's up? Um, so yeah, hell of an episode tonight, and we're gonna get into that. But before we do that, um, I figured we oh Courtney, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, appreciate that. So I know there's been an absolute crap ton of news. And I can't cover it all tonight because otherwise I'd be here till midnight. And God knows I don't have that kind of energy after the day I've had. So let's let's cover some of the last minute late breaking news that happened earlier this afternoon. We'll talk about that a little bit. And uh, you guys can all give me your opinions, uh, yay or nay, whether you like this stuff or not, or, uh, you know, your opinions on what I'm talking about, not necessarily uh, whether you want to hear it or not, but uh, (laughs) I can do that too. It's it's a free country. Uh, (laughs) uh, So So we got, uh, and I didn't add this, uh, too much of this in the, uh, cover for this. Cause I had all this done when, uh, I was ready to, you know, set this all up and everything. Um, so, um, 
So yeah, there's been another set of releases from up north there, hey. Up north. <laughs> uh, WWE let go a bunch of their um, their their veteran tenured um, NXT locker room folk. Uh, William Regal, uh, the D.O. Double G, Road Dog, um, several writers, um, Ace Steel, I believe, was one of them. Um, Allison Danger, former, um, formerly of, of WOW, I believe she was in WOW. Um, more of a coach these last few years, not necess- necessarily a primarily player. Or was, was she on there or was she on something else? Maybe it was Ring Warriors. She was on something, but she was a prominent uh, female wrestler uh, on the West Coast, I believe. I, I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, yeah, Rajan Singh. Yeah, he was the manager of uh, the, the great Kali. Did a bunch of writing, also played a manager. Um, so yeah. Um, and then I I know that both Regal, I believe Regal, correct me if I'm wrong, Regal and I, I know Road Dogs had some health issues. Um, I believe Regal had some kind of surgery or health issues or something. Um and I know a lot of people are like, oh, they got to go here. They got to go there. Look, um, I, I don't know how old they are, and I'm not going to take the time to look it up, but I know they've been around this industry for, we'll just say decades, okay? Um, Regal was in the industry or was in just WWE itself for 22 years. He probably wants to just take a break. So as as much as we love Regal and we respect him, um, don't be surprised if you don't see him go anywhere. Or he might take another paycheck. You never know what they want at in that stage of their career. But um, oh yeah, yeah, there were some wrestlers too. Timmy, thank you, Critical Sting, Timothy Thatcher, uh, Danny, Danny Birch. I mean, some some real wrestlers they let go. It's like God. What do you what are you thinking? I mean, they may not be big stars, but they're they're certainly gonna help with whatever, but ah, whatever, you know. It's, we we all can have, you know, there's a million opinions out there. We all have them. Um, I think Timothy Thatcher is a star. Obviously, other people don't. Whatever. Um some people we oh Regal is 53. Okay. I, I thought he was older. Pardon me. I, it's, he, it's, it's not meant to insult him. Let's just say he looks older than that on television, okay? Uh, when you lose your muscle mass and you start to thin out, your your age catch, catches up with you uh, sooner rather than later. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Love Regal, though. Love him. Love him. I, one of the best matches i ever seen, one of the best rivalries i ever seen with him, was one of the last times that he was in the ring. And that was with the very young Dean Ambrose on Florida Championship Wrestling. So, um, yeah. If you uh, you want to see some amazing stuff, go, go look up some of those matches when they had their 
rivalry at the last days of Florida championship wrestling. Um, so who knows where these people are going to go? A steel may go back to teaching wrestling, uh, and locally in somewhere in the Midwest. He taught punk for crying out loud, I think. Um, Charles says Regal would be a great pickup for AEW or Impact uh, behind the scenes. That dude had a great eye for talent, loads of connections in the indie scene. Yeah, he became quite the uh, scout in his latter years. Uh, there's an infamous picture up somewhere on the, on the internets. Um, he, he was scouting some GCW show, I think one of the Bloodsport ones, and Moxley, a newly released Moxley, was sitting right next to him. So that was kind of interesting. You know, it's like, oh, we're sitting next to the enemy. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah, crazy, crazy. Um, so who knows where they're going to land, you know, but all the best to them. Obviously, NXT is really, really, really turning the page now, not just on our TV screens. Well, not my TV screens. I don't watch it, but I, I, I keep track of, like, what's going on, you know, like you hear things, you know, like, oh, oh, so-and-so's champ now, oh. Oh, Milwaukee fight Milwaukee's finest is no longer champ. Tommaso Champa. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so whatever. But um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh I don't know what kind of clauses they have in there, you know, if they're gonna end up getting work somewhere else. I mean, Khan already has a bunch of great people behind the scenes in his company, but um Hey, you never know what people's goals are. You know, this that company is officially three years old now. So we we got season three started right now. So who knows? Um, what else? On the oh the AEW front, I know they said this during part of the show, but I didn't write it down. But I'll 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 talk about it for a bit. So Jake Atlas, uh was in the indies became, became a rising star in the indies got signed by wwe had a bunch of great matches in the wwe and nxt then got let go within a year of them hiring him and putting him on tv um and then um he retired said he was going to focus on his mental health that was last, what, September? Something like that. Uh, so October, November, December. Now, late December rolls around. They have the show down in Florida, Daly's Place. And all of a sudden, there's a wild Jake Atlas there. Wow. And uh, shortly thereafter, we find out that he is signed to AEW. Um. Now, you can crack all the statements you want about, oh, they're signing more people, blah, 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 blah. But just remember, remember, folks, this is year three. We don't know what kind of people, well, we know what kind of people started out this great company 
that we're watching. But we don't know how long people are sticking around, okay? So, and I don't, I certainly don't want to assume anything because we don't do that on this podcast. Hell no. Um, Paul says, you sound sick, Uncle. Um, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm very tired. This is my tired voice. This is, <clears throat> this is my, I need to take my ass to bed voice. That's, <laughs> um, I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I was a little under the weather the last few days, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just tired. Just, that's all. I'm, I'll be okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, J-Bo needs a nappy nap. Um, so, so congratulations to Jake Atlas on his coming out of retirement and signing with AEW. Great wrestler, you know. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I've seen all of his matches and blah, 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 blah. No, I mean, he's really new on my radar of, like, I heard about him for a long time. I just never really took the time to see him. But now that he's going to be on my screen more, I'll check them out. In fact, there was a lot of good matches this last, um, was it dark? No, not dark. Elevation. AW Dark Elevation. The Monday show. Really good stuff there. Um, there was a guy that wrestled Jay Lethal. My God. Crazy. Mr. Front Row Bill in the chat. <laughs> What's up? Good evening, sir. Um, yes, give Bill some love. Uh, hopefully you're good for tomorrow night, brother. We got a long night. <laughs> oh, I sleep okay, Paul. It's just been a long day. This is a, a physically a rough day. It's, you know, the winter doesn't help me. So um, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Um, don't worry. Your uncle's all right. Uh, let's see what else. Um, had some other stuff. I would talk about new Japan and all that stuff. Cause God knows that's in the headlines too, but, uh, I haven't seen any of that. Um, the wrestle kingdom, but I do know, I do know. Oh, yes, Critical Sting. I will bring that up. Thank you. Um, I do know that New Japan Pro Wrestling is debuting in March. Uh, new content on Access TV. But they're going to be playing some older stuff on Access TV within the next few weeks. Is it like the week after Hard to Kill, I think? Don't quote me on that. I think so. Um, lots of, yeah, lots of, lots of people shifting around in the industry. We found out earlier today that Matt Stryker is gone from Impact Wrestling. That's upsetting. Oh, and I, you know what? And I, I want to touch on this because we'll we'll talk more because I know only so many people are going to come in here. <clears throat> we'll talk about this tomorrow night. But Rohit, Rohit Raju. Uh, friend of the uh, friend of the show. Well, TNI, maybe not smash this podcast, but TNI. Uh, <laughs> hey, I just saw him a month ago, so I could say, you know, friend of mine. Um, 
I mean, she just knocked it out of the park versus uh, Braun Strowman and uh, EC3 and Blizzard Brawl in in Waukesha, just just ten minutes away from my house. Uh, <laughs> kind of blew his mind when I told him. I'm like, like, oh yeah, I'm just ten minutes away from here. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, very upsetting to know that he's gone. Um, I'm sure someone's gonna pick him up. He's. Uh, who knows? Who knows where he's gonna show? But yeah, I have. I mean, he's he's not a spring chicken by any means, but he's been healthy, and um, someone's gonna grab him. Someone's gonna grab him. I'm gonna miss him, and I'm gonna miss Striker. I know. I look, and I get that Striker is not everybody's cup of tea. I've seen that a million times in a chat. I get that. He's one of my favorites, though, because I will never forget what he and Vampiro did um, several seasons of Lucha Underground. So that right there, just, I mean, they carried the show, you know? It's not an easy thing to do with all that talent on that crazy-ass show. Uh, yeah, like William says here, good old Bill says, uh, start a new year, contract renewal time. Uh, we'll see some changes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we saw a whole company fold. So, yeah, we're going to see some changes, all right. So, yeah. Um, oh, Impact and Eagles says, I hope Impact gets first dips on New Japan talent with this TV deal. It can only help the relationship. My question is now it's going to be interesting. Last time New Japan, oh, excuse me. Last time New Japan was on Access TV, there was no strong. There was barely an American presence for New Japan, period. But then right before the pandemic and after Access TV got rid of the other shows like WOW and, and New Japan, they really anchored in the U.S., which was smart. And it's been a slow go until this last, I'd say, calendar year. And they started really doing those smaller studio shows, putting on amazing wrestling shows. Now, I didn't watch a lot of them, but I did watch some of them. You know, they had guys like Mox come in. They had Josh Alexander from Impact. Bay's part of the Bullet Club. Um, You got the presence of, like, the Good Brothers coming in and out of there once in a while. So... um. There's been some kind of impact talent on there, and, which is great to see. And what's also so, – so, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of content they put on Access TV now. Is it just going to be the stuff from Japan, or are they going to mix it up and – also show some kind of strong content because honestly um 
and this is not a knock on the Japanese stuff. I mean, it's they're all insanely talented. But me personally, as a U.S. fan, I'm going to be interested to seeing what New Japan Strong is doing touring the U.S. You know, where, where are they stopping? They stopping around here? They down in Texas? Up in you know East Coast, West Coast? What are they doing? You know, that's what I want to know because they were they were pulling from a lot of different places. They were pulling from NWA. They were pulling from the Indies. They were pulling from their dojo. They're pulling from Ring of Honor, all sorts of stuff. So, um, so yeah, uh, I'll, we'll be, I think we'll get a clue watching what they do over the next few months till they get their, like, their big debut. Uh, and is it going to be, Hopefully it's more current stuff because last time they were had content on TV, it was super dated. It was like months old. And it's like, how do you get into the product if it's months old, you know? <clears throat> Barely any current product. Um, so, yeah, Matt Stryker, who knows what's going to happen with him. Um, he's a, a great content producer, great... Um, uh, ringside analyst, whatever, you know, play-by-play, play, he could do it all. <clears throat> and uh, it brought a lot of charisma, too, you know. He had a great way of, you know, starting down here, talking about this, talking about that. And then all of a sudden, he's up here, you know. He's <clears throat> Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that, and he's one of them. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um We'll see. We'll see. Um, my vote for who replaces him, uh, Ian Riccoboni. Um, I it took me a while to warm up to him, and and really not watching a lot of the last few years of uh, Ring of Honor certainly didn't help my opinion of Ian Riccoboni. But what I have watched. He has, uh, he's warm, he's warmed up on me totally. So I think he would, especially watching that last show, uh, he sold me as a great play by play guy, you know, great commentator. Um, I think Ian and D'Lo would be great. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, also heard, I'm hearing, uh, I didn't see any press releases per se. Um, I don't know. I had a thought and I completely lost it. Damn, don't you hate it when it happens? Um, means I'm tired, folks. Means I'm tired. So, hey, hey let's switch. Let's switch gears. <laughs> Oh, Keith goes, will Matt be tomorrow on Impact? And yeah, these are all taped a long time ago. Yeah, weeks ago, bro. None of this stuff is live except for, oh, yes, William, thank you. William apparently found a couple of my brain cells. Appreciate it, brother. 
Um, <laughs> thanks, Paul. I'll read it when I get off of here. Um, BTI, yes. It, now, I, I didn't read the... Um, news article per se whatever announcement but something about a schedule came out and i saw a lot of people talking about it i missed several portions of these conversations that happened over the course of the last few days or whatever it was so apparently bti is not going to be in the schedule anymore after a certain time i didn't catch when um well, yes, Bill. Which one's Jay? <laughs> yes, it's one of those nights. Damn. Um, uh, that sucks. I mean, obviously, they're not getting rid of Josh, and they're not getting rid of mean Gia Miller. You know, uh, Gia Miller's certainly going to keep her position, what she's doing. It just sucks because I enjoyed the show as much as you can call it. I mean, you can call it a throwaway show because I really didn't. They could have done so much more. They could have focused more on this week's stuff instead of making it all about, oh, this is what happened last week. Oh, and here's a, you know, here's a seven-minute match, if that, and uh, a quick little blip of uh, George the Iceman with a scoop. I mean, damn. Um, they They could have done so much more, you know? They could have focused on new talent you could have had at least one or two other matches and still thrown in little og you know original content in between them could have done so much but what what are you gonna do you know we're we're not the bookers folks we, we just watch so we can voice our opinion all we want they're only gonna do so much with our with our professional podcasting opinions there got it in there um uh bill here says uh maybe reformat impact in 60 and bti into one show yeah the impact in 60 is interesting because sometimes um sometimes they show older ones that are on impact plus and sometimes they make newer ones with some of the newer, you know, the newer, you know, over the last few years content, like they just did one with Jordan Grace, you know, she's newer, you know, from the last you know handful of years. So um, you've got a combination there. So I don't know. It's nice to have them, but I don't know how many people really watch those, but whatever, you know. I'm sure there's some people that watch them and don't watch us. <gasps> Get out of here. No, <laughs> I kid. I kid. I'm I'm biased. I think we're I think we're okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, T and I pre-show J. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we'll see. Um, 
we'll see what happens. You know, as the company evolves, sometimes we have to evolve. Maybe we'll have a different start time. We'll see. But uh, we'll certainly find out in the next few weeks then, don't we? Uh, Paul, Papa's good. Papa's good. He, uh, he, he wrapped, he officially wrapped up a week's worth of radiation treatments. He had a shorter week last week, so he's halfway through this week. So he's got about a week down and, uh, what, 15, 15, 14 to go. I don't ask me to do math right now, but he has got a total of, uh, four, five, six, seven, seven treatments down, 13 to go. That's what it is. Yeah. Radiation treatments for his prostate cancer. So, um, he just had some blood work done today too. So we'll find out those results real soon. And, uh, hopefully the blood work still looks good. Uh, it's, it sucks waiting, you know, but that's, uh, That's part of it. So, but yeah, he's hanging in there. He's tough. And uh, he's he's taking it taking it day by day. That's all he can do, you know, fighting the fight. So, uh, good night, Paul. Much love. Take care. Uh, but yeah, so that's about it for news. I mean, I could talk about other stuff, but then I just drag this on forever. And we never get to the review because then I just fall asleep and Smash my face on my keyboard, and no one wants to see that. All right. So <laughs> let's jump into tonight's dynamite. Um, newly on TBS, folks. TBS. Wrestling hasn't been on TBS since, what did they say? Um, since WCW 2000. It's been a while. It's been a while, hey? Uh, <laughs> Germany Christmas makes me feel old. Uh, I'm sure it makes Tony Schiavone feel old, too, because he was doing it back then. <laughs> My goodness. Thunder, thank you. Jeez. Don't grow old, folks. It sucks. <laughs> Your brains spill out all over the place. It's a mess. The super station. Yes, that's right, Bill. That's nice. 19, oh, this, was it 1999? I thought could have swore it was 2000. I could have swore they were done in 2000. Well, the company was done in 2000. I don't know when they ended Thunder. I thought it was, yeah, whatever. I don't have the Peacock, so I can't tell. But anyways, season three of AEW Dynamite episode one. We start out here hot. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. Brian Danielson versus Adam Page. Folks, I know I've been critical of Adam Page here and there. You know, maybe he's not my favorite. Maybe I didn't think that much of him. I went into this episode expecting either a new champ or we were going to have shenanigans causing uh, the only way it was going to have uh, shenanigans to have Brian Danielson lose. This match went about a half hour, give or take a little. 
And um, damn, what a number one, what a bloodbath. Holy cow, man. Both had the crimson mask going. It's, uh, it's very sexy, very sexy this time of year. Crimson mask. I, I think they should do that more. Uh, <laughs> what, a, what an amazing, I mean, this, you, you, you were, wow. Brain cells everywhere. Just when you think they couldn't top the last match, and they did. They did. And it was shorter. They didn't go 60 minutes, which was actually refreshing because I know there was a lot of people very critical of the whole, okay, we going 60 minutes again? You know, let's, they had the judges, they actually had the judges out there. They had Big Show out there. They had Mark Henry and good old Jerry Lynn. Good old Jerry Lynn. X Division's finest. <clears throat> Yes, speechless J-Bone, yes. <clears throat> no more speech. Um, I mean, they really, they clobbered the shit out of each other. I mean, it's they've really made you feel <clears throat> at several points in this match that Hangman Adam Page was not going to do it. And I know there was a lot of... I, I know there's plenty of people that felt the same way. I went even as far to say, and I think I said this on Sunday's family dinner. <clears throat> Excuse me. I said, you know what? I said, Hangman Adam Page is a great wrestler. But you put a belt on either Hangman Adam Page or Brian Danielson. Do you think Brian Danielson's going to bring more eyes holding that title when you guys got like MJF, CM Punk, Moxley's coming back soon? I thought Moxley was going to come back tonight and fuck up the match. I was like, I was just waiting. I'm like, it's perfect. Didn't happen. Um, but then there's the other side of me that says, oh yeah, I, I don't want them to hot potato this. I, I want Hangman Adam Page to really have a great run. And this, this match, it took this match for me to really realize how damn good. Look, and I, I know it's all predetermined. I get that. But as fans, we look at these matches like, <clears throat> you know, like there's a winner and there's a loser, and um, I just, I just didn't think that Hangman Adam Page was gonna beat him, you know. And <laughs> on the lower third, as he's coming out to the ring, right above his name, it says, "I mean, someone in the truck's fucking with him." Poor, poor Page. Seriously, it says Hangman Adam Page hasn't won a match yet this year. Damn, really? <laughs> it's the first match he's had this year. Come on. <laughs> what a rib. <clears throat> um, he, he mentioned that on that uh, Renee interview he had with uh, you know, Mrs. Moxley. 
uh, oral sessions, and I didn't know what he was talking about because I usually don't pay attention to that shit. Tonight, I watched it, and I read it, and sure enough, somebody's somebody's ribbing him. It's <laughs> uh, poor Hangman Anna Page. But damn, um, amazing match. How, how the hell do you start out 2022 with match of the year so far? I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I never keep track of this shit. I'm going to do my best to try to, you know, tally a little list for me personally. Cause I never have best of stuff. You know, I haven't done, had a best of show in years on this podcast. And I felt kind of bad. I didn't have one this year. I haven't done shit in a month and a half. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, I just, I, I want to, I want to go out of my way to really try to tally some kind of list for myself so I can go back at the end of the year and be like, Oh yeah, this match. I remember this. Even if I don't remember it, probably won't, but at least they'll have the list. I can go back in a bit. Okay, I'm going to find this match, whatever. Um, oh, Jer- Jeremy Bentley here says Jericho's last match on on Thunder was in 99. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what they were talking about. But nonetheless, okay. Because I thought, I thought Thunder went till 2000. But when none, nonetheless, whatever. But yeah, Chris Jericho talked about that too. Um, but yeah, damn, what a match. Just amazing. Bloodbath. Adam Page wins. Both guys can barely stand at the end. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, MJF. And I know there's in between segments here. I didn't write them down. I'm just going matches, you know, because I just, uh, I, I care, but I don't care, you know, so, um, So then MJF uh, versus Sean Dean, Captain Sean Dean. And I'm like, oh, man, really? Uh, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, because you, you ever you hear someone significant, so-and-so is going to be in action tonight. Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be a squash. You're not even going to list the opponent. All right, whatever. So he comes out. Uh, Captain Sean Dean is already in the ring and all of a sudden CM Punk runs down to the ring and the whole place just erupts like, oh, what's going on? And interrupts the match. MJF runs and he's like halfway up the ramp and he grabs a mic and CM Punk, or no, they, they're, they're sorry. The, um, the promo came after the match. I'm getting ahead of myself. Punk is standing in front of, uh, Sean Dean. Punk turns around, kicks him, gives him a go to sleep. Ref <laughs> stops the match. When. <laughs> Winner of this winner of this bout due to disqualification, Sean Dean and MJF starts off the year with a loss, and he is losing his ever-loving mind. He is 
the crowd is like, yay, you know. Um, <laughs> the announcers are even like, wow, what a win for uh, Sean Dean. Hey, what a win, you know. It's like, Just took a go to sleep from CM Punk. Hey, what a way to ring in the new year. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. And then they both grab the mics, and then they start the... And I thought you were... I Punk, I thought you were done with me, and they're going back and forth, and Punk's like, I'm going to do this to you until you stop ducking me. So every time MJF has a match... Punk's going to do this to him, apparently. So, um, so they're going to have a match. Did they say they're going to? Oh, no. He says uh, Wardlow's going to have a match with him next week on Dynamite. On Dynamite. So, CM Punk's like, yeah, that's fine. You just keep throwing people at me. He's like, because pretty soon there'll be, there won't be anyone for you to hide behind. So, uh, just to wrap that up in a nutshell, great promos back and forth, you know. Uh, at one point, CM Punk was just laughing so hard at MJF, some joke about uh, Piper or something. But, yeah, uh, there was even, you know, jokes about, uh, oh, maybe I'll – oh, he, 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 he knocked CM Punk – for never headlining a WrestleMania. And and he goes, oh, maybe I'll go do that. <clears throat> Punk says something to the effect of, yeah, you go headline the buy one, get one free night four of WrestleMania, and then you can get fired the next week. <laughs> like everyone else. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, dear Lord. Too funny. Yeah. So, great segment. Wardlow versus Punk next week. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Because we're used to seeing Punk versus guys like his size-ish, you know. Although, what was the, the second guy he wrestled at AEW was Hobbs. <clears throat> so, and I completely forget how, I mean, yeah, Punk won, but I forget how that went. But anyways, we'll see. Uh, Wardlow is on quite the uh, winning streak. He's, um, he's, he's, he's amping up for something. <clears throat> Something's going to happen with him sooner or later, I tell you. Um, all right, next we got Chris Jericho in the ring. He's interrupted by 2.0, <clears throat> and he goes back and forth calling one of them pinhead, the other one squarehead, gets the crowd involved. 2.0 is getting mad. Um, Daniel Garcia attacks. Um, Santana Ortiz. And Eddie Kingston come down to the ring. And so they're they're all gonna have a match. What this Friday? 
not Saturday, Friday. Saturday is Battle of the Titles or <clears throat> Battle of the oh, Battle of the Belts. That's it. Battle of the Battle of the Belts. That sounds like god shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um And I thought like somebody big was going to come out maybe and mess with Chris Jericho because that's what it felt like. It's like, okay, we're going to get a debut or something. We got no debuts. We got no debuts. Someone said, oh, spoiler alert, so-and-so is going to debut tonight. No, we didn't get that. You know, don't put that out there, you know, because now you just made your dirt sheet look kind of kind of crappy, you know. Like everyone has their exclusives and everything, but you know, don't don't put shit out there. And, Ooh, it's, this is gonna happen. Hey, it didn't happen. We know the coming. We just don't know when. <clears throat> but we'll get to that. Uh, Wardlow versus. Uh, I I wrote down Zamboni. I I didn't know what the guy's name was. It was it started with a Z. Zam. Zambini, Zambino. I wrote down Zamboni, whatever. Antonio Zamboni. Straight out of the pizza shop down the block. Uh, Wardlow destroys him, gives him like 10 power bombs. Uh, Sean Spears, of course, has to get in on the act. I'll tell you, this, this is hilarious. It's really hilarious in some ways. Because... Now I know I'm dating myself here, but you know, back in the day, back back when I was a wee little bone, I used to watch a bunch of cartoons. Oh, what am I talking about? I still watch cartoons once in a while, but um, there's the old Tom and Jerry cartoon where you got the big ass bulldog, and then you got the little scrappy dog alongside of him. Who's like, "What are we doing today, huh? What are we doing today? What are we doing today?" Bordelow is the big freaking bulldog. And Sean Spears is the little scrappy piece of shit dog next to him, bouncing up and down. What are we doing next, huh? Who are we hitting next? I got the chair. I got the chair. Are you ready? Do you want to hit him? Should I hit him now? Should I hit him? It's that cartoon with T, and it's freaking hilarious. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, damn it, go look it up, because it's funny shit. <laughs> just, just put their heads in the cartoon, and you'll... You'll laugh. I guarantee it. Um, TBS championship on the line. Oh, this this is the end of the tournament here. This is the finals. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jade Cargill with uh, smart Mark Sterling versus Ruby Osoho. Uh, great match. Probably best match Jade Cargill has had. And I don't want to give... All the props to Ruby, but damn. Uh, Ruby, <laughs> and I even tried to get a little news ski out of Trent the other night. Sunday night on the on the dinner. And <laughs> I was like, so tell me. I'm like, is, is, is Ruby is Ruby really hurt? You know, did, did you talk to her after her match with Josh Alexander from AAW? You were there. Did you talk to her? Is she really that banged up or is she just selling? And he's 
Trent didn't give me shit. Trent, <laughs> he's like, he's like, she, she seemed, she seemed okay after the match. He, he wouldn't budge. He wouldn't, he wouldn't say nothing. So, <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Still love you, Trent. <laughs> Trent's gonna be gone in Hawaii the next two weeks. Um, he said he might pop in Thursday night. He might, because he's gonna be gone for a while. So hopefully we'll see him. We'll see. I'll I'll let him back in just for one night. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. It's his show. Um love Trent. But yeah, amazing match. Um, it was it was hard to watch Ruby because damn, I I don't. It, it's hard to tell how bad Ruby's shoulder really is, but she sold the shit out of it. You know, she looked uh, she looked <laughs> she looked bad. She really did. Um, hey, it looks like we got a. Uh, uh, Jake Hudson in the uh, in the Twitch dropped a bit. Thank you very much. Doing good. How are you doing? Bell's Boy with the super sticker. $5. Thank you, brother. Much love. Thank you so much. Courtney with the super sticker. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Super stickers. You get a super sticker and you get a super. Oh, no. The super stickers are mine. Sorry. Thank you, Courtney. Much love. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The bits are just rolling in. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it, Jake. Thank you. Um, so, so yeah, good good match between Jade and Ruby. Probably, probably Jade's, probably Jade's best match to date. I mean, a lot of them were squashes, but it's like, okay, you can't have, can't all be Goldberg matches, you know. You gotta. <laughs> You gotta show your talents sometime. Um, but they said as soon as as soon as they showed her daughter in the front row, and I don't know who was holding her, so I'm not gonna assume. Maybe her brother, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's her significant other. I don't know, I'm not gonna guess. But her daughter was in the front row and she's look, she had the big smile on her face, you know, like like, oh shit. Jade is not losing this. <laughs> Jade is so winning this. Uh, so, uh, I mean, as much as I love Ruby and I wanted her to win this, they have been building Jade like an absolute beast, like an absolute star. And she looks like a star. Jade. Can, can I just say props to women for a minute? My God. Props to just women in general. Men were not built to have babies. And let's just say that Jade Cargill does not look like she had a baby any time in her lifetime. She's got, what, an eight-pack of abs? She's, she's a, a phenomenal-looking woman. Incredible shape. And um, for all of those who say that Tony does not know how to, you know, the, the mighty TK, 
for all those that say TK doesn't know how to make stars, you better check yourself. You can have whatever opinions you want about this guy, that girl, whatever. But this show wouldn't survive with all the hardworking talent that's on that show. And over half of them are brand new talents. And we'll get to some of that later. <clears throat> Courtney wanted Ruby to win too. Yay, right? Right. Um, it's a <laughs> shave and a haircut. It's two, two bits? Is that? It's, did I miss something? <laughs> Is that oh, are you looking at the bets from Jake? Two bits, three bits? That's okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, so congrats to Jade. She is the new TBS champion. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how long they're going to keep Brent Baker and Jade Cargill away from each other. You know, we'll, we'll see how long that lasts. I got a feeling they're going to like cross paths at some points. And I'm not saying for like a unification or anything. I'm just saying at some point, you know, <clears throat> David Cohen, what is up? Happy new year, brother. I hope you're doing well. Haven't talked for you. Haven't talked to you in a while. Hope you are well. Um, oh, uh, one point in the match, uh, Martinez comes down to intimidate uh, Ruby Soho, and then uh, Thunder Rosa goes and uh, brawls with her and chases her away. <clears throat> oh, David says he was at the show tonight. Awesome. Awesome. Hope you had fun, dude. Yes, yes, Courtney. She is the not yes. Jade Cargill is the inaugural TBS champion. Yes, absolutely. Malachi Black versus uh, Brian Pillman. Um, I'll I'll just say short and sweet. It wasn't a squash match. Brian Pillman did put up a fight. Um, this uh the. Well, we'll just call her a valet for now because I don't think I don't know if she's wrestling much. She's got that eye patch. Uh, Julia Hart is that her name? Um, I believe she she didn't look herself. Usually, it's like they even they even said she, she didn't look herself. She looked like she was just kind of like, uh, I'm out here with this eye patch. Damn, you know, <laughs> what a rip. No, <laughs> no, she's selling. You know, she had the best and. Maybe the mist is like controlling her mood a little and she's selling the mist and uh, I don't know. But anyways, uh, usually she's bouncing around looking like a cheerleader. She was not her normal self tonight. Uh, Brian Pilla Jr. gave it his all, but um, Malachi Black did defeat him. <clears throat> One, two, three. And they... They teased. They te How do they do this? Um, I 
Oh, the the lights went out at one point when uh, the Lucha Bros came out. When was that? It was at the end of one of these matches, and I'm forgetting now. Then the lights went out, so they teased something, but nothing happened. Uh, I think a lot of people thought that Brody King was going to debut alongside Malachi Black or come in and do something. Didn't happen. Didn't happen on tonight's show. Um, so, oh, Bell's Boy says, this will lead to a Brian Pillman Jr. heel turn, I think. Unfortunately, no Brody King. That's interesting that you say a a heel turn from Brian Pillman Jr. I mean, he did look a little different tonight. Like, he didn't have the normal hair. He had, like, he did something different with his hair. He had his hair in a ponytail. He looked a little more, like, serious, a little more stern. He didn't look his normal, cheery self, with, along with Griff Garrison. What a name, Griff Garrison. Da -da -da -da. It's Griff Garrison. Yeah, at least he makes it in on the vlogs, you know, good old vlog guy. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. Um, but yeah, no Brody King, but that's uh, the the word is that he has signed. It is going to be interesting though to see how they debut him. Is it going to be through another vignette? Is it going to be he has another match, and Brody King debuts something like at a pay-per-view. I don't even know when the next pay-per-view is. Revolution, I think, or something. I think it's February sometime. Maybe he'll debut then. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, it'll be great to see those two together. Apparently, they are the tag team champions over in PWG in California. That'll be interesting. Um. Oh, Courtney says uh, the black underneath the eyes um, for Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, well, that's that's what jocks have. You know, they put the the you know football players do that, uh, baseball players do that. That's so that the lights. I don't know sports thing with lights and reflecting and whatever. So. <clears throat> Oh, okay. Bell's boy thinks uh, he'll turn into his own version of his dad's loose cannon gimmick. Hmm. Well, is he going to become like the anti-hero or is he going to be a heel? Because he's pretty popular. And then what's ha what's, what's going to happen with Griff Garrison? I mean, they're a decent tag team, but you can only have so many tag teams, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Oh, Bell's Boy says Revolution is March 6th in Orlando. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you. Main event. Wait. Is it main event? Holy crap. Um, not many notes. Sorry. Uh, AW tag titles on the line is the main event. Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus with Christian 
at ringside versus Lucha Bros, Pentagon and Phoenix, and the guy I could never remember his damn name, Abrahentes, something like that. I could never remember. I just I just subscribed to his vlogs. I heard he had a vlog. Um, I can never remember the guy's name. I guess I'm a little rusty. Um, but he does the pre-show along with uh, what's her neck. Anyways, um, and this look, this you can you could say, oh Alex Abrahentes. Okay, there he was. Thanks, both boy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, and I've, I've said this over and over again. I, and you can complain about, oh, there's too much teams and there's too many men and too many women and blah, 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 blah. Look, you're, you're, you're building a roster. And I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just saying, you got to... <laughs> You got to crack some eggs before you make the omelet, you know? Um, sometimes you just got to throw shit at the wall and see what happens. We're, we're not the bookers. We don't own the company. You know, Dasha Gonzalez. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you, Courtney. I guess I don't watch the pre-show enough. Um, <laughs> look, yeah, they have a shit ton of tag teams. But one thing that they do do right is when they have these kind of tag team matches, they give them plenty of time, and you're not going to see a bad tag team match. I guarantee it. These tag teams are just awesome. Uh, Lucha Bros are one of the best tag teams around, period. Probably, I'd say, top five tag team in the world. Between both of them. Even singles people. Amazing. Unfortunately, uh, if you blinked, you missed it. Um, and I'm, oh, I'm, I'm cringing because I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it back in my head. Phoenix had a horrible injury. I don't know if... I, and I, I don't want to assume anything, but I'm just saying um, I I don't know if this is the end that was supposed to happen. And the reason is, is because of that injury that Phoenix had. When, when Luchas, and I'm not blaming Luchasaurus, accidents happen. Um. He overshot the table a little bit. And when Phoenix put his arm back to brace himself, but he hit the ground, his arm bent the wrong way. His arm completely bent the wrong, <laughs> 90 degrees the other way. And... There's a lot of like crowd screaming around him, but if you look at Phoenix's face, he is crying and he is screaming. Oh my God. It is, it was, it was 
it was as bad as watching the classic um oh it's the guy that broke his leg Sid vicious in the ring that's it looked that bad and oh Phoenix is one of my favorites, and to see this happen to him, I mean, he's been plagued with a few bang-ups over the last couple of years, being part of this company, and now I can't even imagine what, I mean, maybe it's not that bad of an injury, but it's like, it's like watching a leg, you know, bend 90 degrees the wrong way, it's like, oh, it's not supposed to happen, um, So what, whether it was whether this is supposed to be the official ending or not, it was an amazing match. And um, Jungle Boy had his sister and his mom at ringside. Jungle Boy holding the belt. They picture him. They put the camera on him right as he was looking straight up and mouthing some words about, you know, to his pop up in heaven is a moment. Um, Luchasaurus is one of the best big men in professional wrestling. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today, he's so good. <clears throat> so, yeah. <clears throat> um, and <clears throat> the voice is starting to cut out, so it's perfect timing here. So, um, amazing show. Zach Bonifer said Sid's legs break is what I think of watching Phoenix. That ah, see, you're not, I'm not the only person that thought that. Um, but what an amazing, look, yeah, all the best prayers, you know, best wishes, whatever you want to th throw at. Phoenix, he needs them because, um, damn, <laughs> horrible way to start out the year. But um, congrats to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, their first titles in AEW after two very long years of hard work in this company. Pays off. Pays off. Start of the year, year three. <clears throat> so, um Show is awesome tonight live, but hyped for Impact Saturday night. Yeah, the pay-per-view is going to be great. We'll run that down all tomorrow night, uh, part of TNI. Um, can't wait. And we should have almost everybody on the show tomorrow night. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll have almost everybody on there, even Trent. I'll allow it. Um. <laughs> uh, Got a ring in the new year that way on TNA, right? So, yeah, amazing first episode. Let me know uh, if you're watching this uh, on the replay. Let me know your thoughts. What were your favorite parts of this episode? Mine, personally, I think the opening match was a highlight. I think bookends, you could say, definitely highlights. And a few stuff in between. Congrats to Jade, inaugural AEW uh, TBS champion, you know. So, yeah, get off your phone, David. Drive safe. <laughs> Take care. <clears throat> oh, man. Um, 
Oh, Bell's Boy says, breaking news. AEW just announced that Phoenix broke his arm. Ah, that's no surprise, sadly. Thanks, Bell's Boy. There you go. Not the kind of breaking news you want, but uh so yeah, he's he'll uh he'll spend the next uh you know quarter, half year out, sadly. But he's he's a hard worker. <clears throat> I'm sure um He's surrounded by good people in that company, so they'll take care of him. Battle, yeah, so Rampage Friday, Battle of the Belts on Saturday. Uh, so, sadly, I'll probably miss that because, you know, I'm going to be watching uh, Hard to Kill. That's going to be an amazing pay-per-view. <clears throat> so, join us for that. Um, probably be showing it in the Discord uh, for the Patreons. That is one thing. That we let our Patreons know and we thank them by doing little things like that, little extra things for them. So now, more than ever, if you're if you watch me over on TNI as well, now is the time to get in on <clears throat> the uh the Patreon end of TNI. So um and get into Discord if you're not into Discord, it's a great place. <clears throat> so that's it for this one. Um on your way out here, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. I'll be with Bill tomorrow on the pre-show <clears throat> on the um, TNI live reaction, whatever you want to call it. I'm freaking tired. Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow night. And then uh, we'll do some, uh, you know, that's the go home show for hard to kill along with, we'll do the preview for hard to kill and um, maybe throw in a few predictions. We'll see. I haven't been real big on those lately, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Good night folks. Take care. Much love. Good night.